Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, that it is such a joy to be in your presence. And that joy as well comes from you. Where when we come to you with a hungry and an empty heart, you are ever so willing to fill. And all you say is drink up to your fill. We come again to draw from you and drink from you again, Lord. The fountain of life. And you pour into us your peace. Your wisdom, your gifts, your understanding, your revelation. You are ever so willing to redirect us in areas where we are off course. That same peace and joy, Lord, today, we want to share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family, with all those that are beneficiaries of any prayer request that has been made on this prayer group, with all those that are Christians that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you, that have turned away from you, and yet your heart bleeds for them, Lord, we ask of you to quicken them. We stand in that gap. And we ask for mercy. We ask for their hearts to be quickened, that the glory of your light be revealed to them. Let every veil before their eyes be torn down. Every mountain that stands in their path be cut down. Every lie of the enemy be burned down. That the truth be revealed to them. And your truth, the eternal truth, sets them free. And as we make our prayer this morning, Father, we call on your name. The name of the great I am, the one who is the lifter of men, who is high and lofty and inhabits eternity. The one who is ever faithful. The preserver of men who teaches us to profit. The one who remembers our sins no more, but raises mercy for us every morning. The one who is ever so gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness towards us. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the rock of ages, the author and finisher of our destiny, the God of our salvation, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the one who holds the key of David so that what he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit through which is life and light, that same spirit that enabled and empowered Jesus to fulfill that effective ministry and finish it within three years. He gives us that same spirit to be with us today so that we are able to do what he did. The same spirit of the El Shaddai, the spirit of victory, the one who reveals the deep and secret things, the breath of the Father given to us so that he can make his tabernacle within us. Now gives life to our mortal body as well. That we might be awakened, quickened and alive in the spirit. The Holy One of Israel who dwells in our midst. The Lord in the midst of his people who is mighty. We thank you, Father for your presence with us here. We thank you for every gift 
every grace that you bestow upon our life. Your word says that you are able to make every grace abound towards us, that we shall be found lacking nothing. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny, help us. You have blessed us with family, with friends around us. You have blessed us with every provision that we experience in our life today and we ever so take it for granted or think that it is our own abilities, our own achievements, our finance conditions, our jobs, our status in the community. The love that we receive even at home and among friends. We want to thank you for that today, Lord. It is your grace that has brought us to where we are. That you overlook all the sins for which we should be punished. And Jesus took it all on himself so that we might be able to enjoy all of this grace. We might be able to enjoy all the benefits of being the king on the earth. We thank you, Lord, that you came to give us life and abundance. And we thank you that your word has declared dominion for us. We ask for that grace to open our eyes to your wisdom and understanding that you make available in your word, Jesus. So that by applying that, what we understand from your word, we are able to move closer and closer to the light, to the abundance, to your dominion. Thank you, Jesus. And today, further to a powerful teaching by Sister Shanin a couple of days ago in our morning encounters, the topic was on faith. I'd like to continue or touch again on that same topic of faith, but today we shall ask the question, why did God introduce faith? And as, as I reflected on it, I feel it is because we believe the lie of the enemy and not that which is already a provision for us. And the second one is our ignorance of that provision. Where the Lord said, my people suffer because of a lack of knowledge. And most of us don't even know what God has kept for us. And hence, we believe anyone that tries to reason with us and anything that sounds convincing, be it logically or emotionally. And this started right from Adam and Eve. We see in Genesis 3 verse 5, the serpent said to Eve that if she ate the fruit, she would be like God. Here, I'd like to draw us back to Genesis 1 Verse 26, what does that say? It says, God made man and woman in his own image and likeness. That is like God. She was already like God. And what is the serpent telling her in Genesis 3 verse 5? If you eat this, you will be like God. It is her ignorance that led her to be convinced. Had Eve remembered that she was already like God, then the lie of the serpent would be exposed. She would be saying to him, I'm already like God. What do you want me to eat this for? I don't believe your lie. Likewise, are we paying attention 
to such lies of the enemy every time he makes a suggestion softly in our thoughts or are we just being reactive to what he says do this and you shall be rich you shall be famous or is he saying you are no good or is it something about your job your family your relationships are you aware of the provision that was made there or even is he condemning you when romans 8 was one says there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ for sins that were 20 years old are you still living with that burden we need to know what the word says about us in our lives jesus said in john 10:10 10, i came that you might have abundance and god said in genesis 1 verse 28 let them have dominion do you realize that these things are said about you and you can only know it if you read the word of god another thing another thing most christians today are doing is looking for a sign and a wonder that they may believe we go to retreats or even to preachers to pray for us why so that there may be a sign and a wonder that may take place in our life and if there is no answer we are still quizzing god on it we are chasing that sign and that wonder and what does jesus say about it in mark 16 verse 17 he said and we saw that in yesterday's healing session as well he said these signs shall follow not lead you shall not chase them but these signs shall follow them that believe not the preacher these signs shall follow them that believe it applies to any and every one that fulfills only one condition they believe or what are we doing we are chasing or following those signs when the sign was actually designed created programmed to follow you when you believe that is like the law of gravity when anything is thrown it must fall back to the ground this was designed to follow this pattern and if we don't understand it we will not fulfill the condition because when you are chasing you are not demonstrating belief it will not follow you and we wonder what's going on the bible says in 2 corinthians 5 verse 7 the just shall live by faith and not by sight you live by faith when you know something about what god said concerning you and your life when you don't know it is hard to live by it when you don't trust on that word it is hard to exercise faith and then you often listen to what someone else said and you are holding on to that which then amounts to superstition it is not because the preacher said it that is superstition 
If you believe what the word of God says and you are holding on to it and say, Lord, your word says it and I believe it. Because your word says it, I'm going to trust on it. Then you live by faith and not by sight. Because the enemy will always use only sight. He can only use sight. He cannot use more than that. He can use sight and suggestions. You trust God that he will perform what he said. And then you hold on to it, confessing what you know, not what you see. And you hold on to it until it is fulfilled or manifested in your desired outcome. So faith is not just blindly believing something. It is about knowing. Knowing what the provision of the word of God is for you. And then holding on to it. There is a very thin line between that faith and superstition. We need to get it right. The last thing about faith is the very same thing that I wanted to touch on. That it is based on what you know about what God said and not about what you desire. We often make a prayer, God give me this, God give me that. That is our desire. But is that what the word of God said as a provision for you? And if it is not, then it doesn't align. If what you are asking is not what God said in his word, then your prayer might not be answered. There are times when we pray asking against someone as well. Lord, teach them a lesson. And when you look at what the word of God says, there is no provision for that. Then there may not be an answer. Remember 1 John 5 verse 14 says that if we ask anything according to his will, then he hears us. So the converse of that is also true. If we ask something that is not according to his will, he will not hear us. Your faith should be based on what you know of the word. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we renew our commitment to reading your word every single day. And not just reading it as a formality to tick a box that after our daily rosary or after our daily prayer, we have read one chapter, one passage or ten lines. But it's more of understanding the revelation that you want to give us in that passage. So that when we read it with the intent of studying it, to finding out what is your provision there for us and how are we meant to apply it, what are the conditions to be fulfilled, then it becomes an operating instruction for our life. Then that word becomes life-giving. We ask, Lord, for that edification, that grace in our spirit this day. That that commitment, that the way we read the word shall not be like it has ever been before. But we would have a renewed intent and every time we read, we keep our hearts and our ears open to listen to your spirit, to what he says to us, to the meaning, the interpretation, the wisdom and the understanding that he pours through that passage into our hearts. And then it becomes meaningful. 
then it becomes useful and more importantly that learning that understanding and its application becomes fruitful when we commit our faith to it we ask for that edification in our spirit this day lord and as we pray for that spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease this day and we thank you father for all the healings that have taken place at the healing session last night your powerful presence that hovered over that meeting we thank you lord for all the others that couldn't make it are still praying for that healing lord we release our faith as we join our faith with theirs and we stand in that gap this day we pray also for all families that are embattled that are facing any kind of misunderstanding separation or division we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives we pray for those that are battling especially financial challenges joblessness and any chain that seeks to keep them yoked to the ground we come against it in your name jesus and we declare it give way release their will that they can choose the way the truth and life we pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families especially those members of our family and friend circles that are not yet saved lord that have not yet received their gift of salvation and your presence the holy spirit quicken them our father that they shall call on your name knowing that everyone that calls on that name shall be delivered shall not end up in shame we plead the blood of jesus over every member of every family that is part of this ministry we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will this day for this day of our lives we call the angel of the lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm sin danger accidents injury pilfering theft hijacking terrorism and any kind of natural disasters I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we raise these intentions at your altar father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we make a prayer of agreement, then when we tick that condition, fulfill that condition as your word in Matthew 18:19 says, you shall do what we have asked in accordance with your will we thank you o holy spirit that you pray with us now as we make this a prayer of agreement with each other and with you i encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute their mics and join in those that are praying for that gift to release your faith and your trust in him and ask him to take over make sure you are asking with the right intention his intention of giving the gift is always when he sees that you are asking it to bless others to pray for others to stand in that gap not when we are asking it as a personal achievement
make sure you're asking with the right intention when you ask anything of him. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sadakaya <laughs> Sunday, 
Anamara bala rasa tala rekate setede jelera tetetere. Kanto rebrasita lara kesta lara Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The words that were spoken to me this morning by people live in my glory. The scripture I've been given is from Galatians 2.20, which we know so well. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, <clears throat> but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And the verses, the word of God. The verses from the word of God that have been put on my heart this morning are from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 9 to 12. It says, that was the true light which lighted every man that, comes, that cometh into the world. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Now this is being spoken about the word of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Matthew chapter 17, verses 19 to 20, where it is written, then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? And he replied, Because you have so little faith. Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
If you are enjoying these morning reflections as well as Brother Savio's reflections that are posted on the Telegram chat as well as our Facebook page, and you know someone that needs to listen to that message, you know that this is for them. It specifically talks to their circumstance. Please share it with them and let them be blessed this day. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can receive notifications of every new video that gets posted there. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.